spring forward at Banana Republic Factory with 50 to 70% off everything. Shop season favorites from colorful dresses to easy tops from $19.99. Find your nearest store or shop online only at Banana Republic Factory. Enjoy 50 to 70% off almost everything at Gap Factory and GapFactory.com. Shop tees from $6.99 and joggers from $24.99, plus extra 15% off online. Exclusions apply. Shop the sale through April 6th. Our goals aren't as out of reach as we once thought because things are coming back. And if there's anything we've learned, it's that there's no time like the present. At U.S. Bank, we take the time to understand you, to help get you to where you really want to be by getting to the root of any financial obstacle so you can move forward because side by side, there's no telling how far you'll go. U.S. Bank, we'll get there together. Equal Housing Lender, member FDIC. I have begun to record. I don't know if I'm ready or not, but I've begun to record. I, I'm, I'm recording as well. I love it. I love it. Should I, like, we just... I like where this is going. Yeah. This is... Um, it's a good start. It's a step in the right direction, it's I thought. It's a good start. Yeah. Both of us recording. The mm-hmm. best way to make sure that we're both recording. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. This is a magical time. Okay. On this episode of DC On Screen, we are talking about Robert Pattinson being Batman for realsies this time. Mm-hmm. We're talking about Wonder Woman poster. Wonder Woman 1984. We're talking about... Uh, <laughs> Be specific, Dave. I know, right? And we're talking about uh, Swamp Thing being canceled. We're talking about a bunch of stuff. So stick around. We're getting to all that right after this. El nuevo crispy chicken sandwich de McDonald's is... Crujiente, tiernito, wholesome. Es pollo la McDonald's. Un mordisco y... Wow. Es el nuevo crispy chicken sandwich. Ordena por anticipado en el lab de McDonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. En McDonald's participantes. <laughs> You think of Earth as a singular planet. In fact, it is anything but. But this is a story not of a universe, but a multiverse. Where universes and planets, such as Earth, were replicated and mirrored across a vibrating, infinite plane. Some barely different from the next. Others drastically so. This is DC On Screen. Every week, Dave and Jason talk about the multiverse of DC properties on film and television. But be warned, if it's been officially released, you can expect they'll spoil it. Welcome in, everybody, to DC On Screen, episode 550. That's a lot. Yeah, that's plenty. (laughs) That's plenty. Oh, Jason. Yeah, we're done here. All right. (laughs) For the 550th time, I am your host, David C. Robertson. This... (laughs) <laughs> this the yeah yeah this this the tastiest side piece a man could ask for my trusty <laughs> co-host jason goss <laughs> oh thank you <laughs> so uh last last month was pretty crazy yeah yeah uh i was in a strange transition period where i had two jobs and i was sleeping like three hours a night right uh, we were also watching and reviewing a bunch of season finales, mm-hmm. and then you had to go out of town for your anniversary. Right. But somewhere in there, May 18th, to be precise, we had an anniversary of our own that mm-hmm. got a little buried. Oh. So uh, I just want to say that it has been an honor and a privilege, or at the very least, a lot of work and a little fun <laughs> to do this podcast with you for the past four years, sir. I like a lot <laughs> of work and a little fun. That's my favorite of those. <laughs> Uh, and it's also at this juncture that I would like to emphatically thank every listener, reviewer, 
feedback producer, and Patreon subscriber, uh, and most importantly, our families who continue to support us on this strange adventure. Right. So thank you to everyone. Shall we get on to the news? On with it. Because we haven't done a lot of news lately. Yeah. Oh yeah. my gosh. It's been like a month. Mm-hmm. Or something. Things were just rumors last time we talked. Right. <laughs> and we should have mentioned that uh, anniversary thing last news episode. It was yeah. like, we threw that out there like two or three days after the anniversary. And then right, right. I just didn't see it. And I kind of looked up this time and went, oh, oh, oh it's wait. Been years. <laughs> it's been four years. It's been a percentage of a century. <laughs> what? It's almost been half a decade. That's right? the thing that messes me up. Like I was talking to Christopher White about the other day. Uh, he's one of our oldest listeners. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, he was like, shit, man, you guys have been doing this for half a decade. And I'm like, not yet. <laughs> not yet. You shut your filthy whore mouth. <laughs> I'm not the, that old. <laughs> the lesser part of a decade. Yeah. Right. All right. So, yeah, Robert Pattinson is confirmed as the Batman. How you like that, man? Fine. I'm good with it. <laughs> I, we, we we talked at length about him as a concept before. It's, it's okay. It's confirmed. That's fine. Yeah. I mean, Warner Brothers hasn't said, yes, it is him. But, you know, Deadline's reporting it. And then Matt Reeves put up a little, you know, gif of of uh, Pattinson and with a bunch of bat emojis. So I think that counts. Yeah. I'll, I'll take that. That feels con- confirmation Yeah. <laughs> I mean, last time we talked, mommy and daddy were fighting, but uh-huh. I'll, I'll take this. And there still are varying reports, as far as I heard, about like what all is going on with the movie, but I'll take Robert Pattinson as confirmed. Yeah. Now, Deadline says that this film will in no way carry on the work that Ben Affleck did as the older Batman in Batman v Superman and Justice League. Uh, so that, that, to me, says this movie is not tied in with the DCEU. But they are said deadline is saying that it, Warner Brothers has approved Robert Pattinson as the star and the trilogy of films that Matt Reeves will direct later this year. So yeah, it looks you like there's only a trilogy going. Again. What do you want? Uh, I mean, he, he doesn't, but that's <laughs> gonna fine. He's going to have to have a trilogy, or I'm just not signing on. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They also said it track the movie will track uh, Bruce Wayne in the formative stages of Batman, which is uh, you know why they needed someone in the in his early 30s. Right. So all that's fine. There are also rumors that uh, from Forbes, oh Mark Hughes, which I would put less stock in, that Robin is yeah. apparently a strong candidate to to be in the movie. Catwoman, Penguin, and Riddler, Commissioner Gordon, and Alfred. I mean, who who who's sitting around going like, mm, you know what? Mm, I don't think Commissioner Gordon or Alfred will be in a Batman movie. Oh, it it, <laughs> it was definitely like throwing it against the wall to see what sticks. Sounded like, yeah. Like, oh, okay, is Bruce Wayne in there too? I mean, mm. let's not get crazy. Possibly. <laughs> uh, THR is saying early 2020 on production. Uh, so it's time for Pattinson to go get jacked and ready to bat it up. Right. Yeah, that feels right though. Mm-hmm. And uh, Hollywood Reporter is saying that Penguin and Catwoman are going to be the primary villains. And we've already heard that there's going to be several villains, up to six villains uh, jumping around in this in this uh, reboot here. So I wouldn't mind that, you know, have a few scenes of an Arkham Asylum or uh, even do a kind of a hush situation or um, they could even uh, do sort of a long Halloween type of thing. Yeah. I mean, with that many people, sure. Absolutely. Yeah. I, you know, that's a lot of people just focus on something. Yeah. You know what? I don't, I don't care what he does. I really don't. (laughs) I'm down for it. I'll look at it. I'm, I'll see. I'm definitely way beyond having like an, an invested 
uh, like emotionally invested idea for sure. Yeah, yeah. Unless it's actually me, you know, with my name on a script somewhere and I'm directing the thing. Show me what you got, man. Yeah. I'll I'll watch it. I'm not mad. I'm not. I mean, let's do a Noah Baumbach Batman. It's just Ben Stiller looking sad in a cowl. Why not? Whatever, man. Yeah. (laughs) Let's just actually, have you seen this, the trailer for that Bill Murray zombie movie? Yeah, I have. That he's doing? That looks fantastic. Yeah, it looks great. (laughs) Yeah. I'm pretty, I'm pretty hyped about that. I'm ridiculously excited about that. Yeah. can I cannot, for the life of me, remember, what, no pun intended, for the life of me, cannot remember what it's called, but... It's like the dead won't stay dead or something? I don't know. All right. That's Birds close. of Prey. Birds of Prey. Hit it. Um, in a recent interview with the New York Times, Mary Elizabeth Winstead, a.k.a. The Huntress, mm-hmm. uh, was talking about the stunt work and how it compared to what she's doing in her uh, new film, Gemini Man. And uh, she says, in Gemini Man, I do a lot of running around and I get to fight some people. I had to train in jujitsu, do a little tactical gun training. There's some shootouts. Uh, Birds of Prey was the next level up. Hmm. In Gemini Man, I'm a DIA agent who's been hired to keep an eye on on Will Smith. But in Birds of Prey, I play this assassin who's been trained since childhood. It's all women and genuinely funny and weird. It feels from the 90s in the best way. And that made me excited. Yeah, I like it. All of that sounded really fun. I'd like to look back on it after I see it and uh, whatever she meant by like the nineties. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm curious. That could mean a lot of things. I'm I'm gonna be curious after I see it to to see what that means. Mm-hmm. I wonder if it's like early nineties, like might as well be eighties, or where she's coming from. That on well, that. Yeah, that yeah. that could mean a lot of things, like uh, bad boys mm-hmm. style. Was that wasn't that the nineties? <laughs> <laughs> yes, it was. <laughs> I mean, it, it was a fun film. It, it was okay. It was it was it was a lot of fun. It was all right. I don't know. If, I don't know where we're going with that. I don't either. Yeah, we'll um, I I wait with bated breath. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah. So Vogue of all people, they're <laughs> not a source we cite too often. No, yeah, they're reporting that Birds of Prey uh, is seventy five. Is the the production was seventy five million. That the budget was seventy five million dollars. So I. Uh, Man, it feels right. If that's true, it would make Birds of Prey the least ex- least expensive entry in uh, in the DCEU. True. So there's that. So I mean, coming in just under Shazam. Yeah. So they don't have to really make anything. Oh, no, to make that work. They'll make that in like a they'll make Friday yeah. night. They'll be it'll be fine. Yeah, they'll be great. Uh, so WB isn't going to be at Hall H this year, uh, uh, the San Diego Comic Con. Now, I know a lot of people are upset about that. I'm personally ecstatic about it because it means way less work on our end. <laughs> we get a year off, man. <laughs> kind of. <laughs> I, I, do, I do like it just because it's going to be... Uh, th- there's a transition period happening, and to mm-hmm. me, them not being at Hall H is them acknowledging that we're in transition. Yeah. They're and, working uh, on some stuff. But well, I, they're working on some I stuff. I like that like, Hamada is... is I, I think it feels like a Hamada call to kind of like keep it behind scenes. We're just going to mm-hmm. work on some stuff and we'll see you next year. Well, yeah, I don't think it's anything too dramatic. I think it's really just that they are at the point that, and this is what they've said, um, which I wasn't going to get into that just yet, but I will. I'll go ahead and do it. Um, they were talking about how Toby Emmerich said that basically, you know, that the schedule is a little off. Like they're not ready to put out their materials yet for Joker. 
They're not ready to put, you know, because Joker doesn't hit until October. Right. Birds of Prey is going to be February 7th in 2020. Uh, Wonder Woman 84 is June 5th in 2020. So it's just a little, the timing is a little off. So they're just not ready to do anything with that. Yeah. They are going to send like it chapter two there, you know, to, to San Diego Comic-Con. I mean, but it's they'll, not a, yeah, they'll be represented somewhere. It, it's not, it's not going to be a big deal this year. And uh, he did say that you know, they'll be back in 2020. Yeah, I believe there's that. just, you know, timing's a little off, but it's fine. I like them admitting that. Yeah. And not trying to reach for it. But Patty Jenkins said, uh, you know, we're not going to Hall H this year. We're so sad to miss you there and waiting until December to start our official Wonder Woman 84 campaign in full. So we know that we get we, gle- we can glean from that, that they're going to start ramping up their mer- their uh, propaganda mm-hmm, right. <laughs> for Wonder Woman 84 in December. But uh, she says, the truth is we can just barely wait and then put out this new poster. And I don't know why, but there are some people who are really pissed off about the poster. And I didn't see what they were saying because I didn't care. Because all I saw, well, to be fair, I think the first time I saw it, you showed it to me on your phone and I couldn't see it for shit. But I was <laughs> I like, what the hell is that? Well, I think it was just like a kind of a glare on the phone and yeah. I, I couldn't tell what it was tiny and uh, whatever. Because it is, it's like there's a lot of vibrancy and a lot of color all mm-hmm. around a very golden armored Wonder Woman who's very tiny in the middle of that picture. Yeah. Especially on a little phone. Yeah. So, uh, and also I'm probably going blind. <laughs> Possibly. <laughs> but uh, when I actually got, a, got to really look at it, the first thing I thought was her armor from Kingdom Come. Oh, yeah, that's a good call. That was the first thing I thought. I was just like, oh, shit, they're doing Kingdom Come armor. Yeah, it's pretty solid. No, because no, they ain't doing that. Yeah. I was so excited. So I don't know. I, what... did, like, I, I saw it and just thought, like, <laughs> man, this is this is the best part of the 80s distilled. <laughs> I mean, it, it's like it, it's too much. Like it's a cocaine dream of some kind. Yeah. And like you can hear David Bowie in the background when you're looking at that photo. Mm-hmm. And yet it was gorgeous. Yeah. Like, that looked ridiculous and amazing, and I'm down. Yeah, but that's actually, you know, the best version of the 80s is that that was ridiculous and amazing. Mm-hmm. Like, that man had a rat tail inside of a mullet, inside <laughs> of a perm. <laughs> With a leisure suit. <laughs> but the arms are pushed up, so it's okay. Yeah, it's great. Yeah, Where's Richard Simmons? That's, that's, that's the subject of an entire podcast, man. <laughs> I know it's a really good. It's a really good. Listen to that. It is a good podcast. (laughs) Dan Taberski, man, he does. He makes a mean podcast running from cops, surviving Y2K. Good Mm -hmm. stuff. Good stuff. Um, (laughs) I'm going to look into that leg soon. All righty. So Suicide Squad, Joel Kinnaman posted a picture of himself at a gun range on Tuesday and said that he was, quote, easing into that squad prep. So there you go. Well, yeah. Mark Hughes, in that Forbes uh, article that he wrote, also mentioned that Joel Kinnaman was coming back. He thinks, by the way, in that article that uh, Idris Elba is playing Bronze Tiger. Oh, yeah. Yeah, but that's been speculation for a while. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It absolutely has. It's just a person closer. But even in that article, he's talking about like, oh, you know, shit doesn't come out the way I, you know, people at Warner Brothers are being very cagey and not telling me what's going on. So, yeah. I mean, I'm happy he's attached. I I don't give a shit how this works out. Mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure right. I'm gonna be happy with it either way. Now this is this was super interesting to me, and this actually made me go go ahead and bump up uh, Mr. Miracle. 
on my to read list. And I right. have finished Mr. Miracle. Yeah, me too. It was fantastic. That's yeah, that's the, well, you know, I thought we were going to, you know, not give them the spoilers on what we thought, but you know what? That's fine. We'll actually have a real <laughs> review of it on Patreon. Uh, Patreon.com slash DC on screen, the $5 tier. That's what'll, that's what'll get you our, our feed. Right. But our secret feed. Secret feed. Yeah. Secret. Spoilers. It was great. <laughs> it was great. Um, it was pretty great. I'll get into that deeper in, in, on, on the review. Mm-hmm. But Tom King, the writer of Mr. Miracle, is co-writing the screenplay for New Gods with Ava DuVernay. I like it. And I'm, you know, the rat reported it. And then I feel like it's confirmed because Ava DuVernay posted a picture of herself with Tom King and said, hey, Tom King, are you ready to start writing New Gods? Yeah, that that feels pretty definitive. Uh, Yep. I'm excited. I know, you know, I know, uh, I know Jack, not Jack. um, I'm thinking about Jack Kirby. (laughs) I know Tom King is, is divisive. Uh, and I understand. Be. I understand why he's divisive. I didn't love I Am Gotham, and I haven't yet really delved into any more of his Batman stuff. Mister Miracle was divisive. I think. I think it was a. It was an interesting take. But I really enjoyed a lot of his, a lot of what he did with those characters and the the way he uh, characterized them. And um, I think it was maybe the least divisive thing he did. Probably. I mean, it it went over very well. And it well, apparent, showed, apparently, it was his, a lot of fun. Apparently his vision series at Marvel went over really well as well. See, I haven't read that. I haven't either, but I've heard but based on this, like, I stellar things. Would probably have a good take on it, yeah. Probably. But yeah, so uh, I've, I've read, you know, his his Batman run so far I've I've been mm-hmm. up to date on and the uh, what Heroes in Crisis Sanctuary kind of series. Uh, I'm I'm pretty well inundated with Tom King. I, I for the most part like his stuff. Mhm. And I haven't read Heroes in Crisis. Um, I've kept up with what it did. Like I just went full spoilers and read articles and stuff about it. And uh, without actually looking at the pacing or how it was actually executed, I dig it. It was a it was a fun take, man. It was a cool it was a cool story. So I'm I'm down with Tom King doing uh, New Gods with Ava DuVernay, and uh, I don't know what to say about it other than that. Like I think I, I mean. You know, you, we've heard a lot of rumors about why his Batman run was shortened, like a year. Yeah, but he's going to be he's going to be able to wrap it up in his own little miniseries, which I think personally, I think based on what Dan DiDio has said in the past, I think he wanted to actually do something with Batman uh, that would have seriously changed the character and continuity. And I think Dan DiDio is like, nope. You're not going to do that. We're, we, we'll put you in a separate universe for that part of it. And, uh, <laughs> yeah. And Charlie, I, do something else. Everything's rumor right now. It, it could it be is. that. It could just be that they uh, decided to go somewhere entirely and he didn't like the direction. I, we don't mm-hmm. know. But if part of it was, oh, hey, they want Warner Brothers wants you to write new gods. Yeah. That <laughs> could play in. Because the timing was perfect. Mm-hmm. But, you know, during, okay, at a spotlight panel, uh, in 2018 at New York Comic Con, a fan asked King if he would, you know, do any more Mister Miracle, or go or do anything else in Jack Kirby's New Gods, and he completely dismissed it. He said that he was done with that corner of the DC universe, and that uh, Mister Miracle was their definitive statement on New Gods. So, but that is, I've seen that reported as a bunch of, uh, as reasoning for why this New Gods movie is an adaptation of, of Mr. Miracle. I don't think it will be. Eh, it, I mean, it could be an adaptation, but he had a, a better handle on the New Gods than a lot of people have had. I mean, it, 
his, oh, yeah. like, his take on that so-called corner mm-hmm. um, was pretty pretty solid, pretty like fleshed out. Yeah. What did you think of his granny goodness? A Kirby fan, man. Oh, no, that's, that's the best version of her I've seen in a long time. Right? It's it's rare for me not to hate granny goodness and and when this, I, when this I, was a rare exception. Yeah, I, when, I I liked it. When I read her, when I was reading the book, I was still hearing Ed Asner through her. <laughs> oh yeah, you should. <laughs> it was iconic. Um yeah, good night. That was good show. Good I mean, good comic. Sorry. Yeah. So, but I'm down. I think uh, he had a, a like I said, he had a fleshed out enough picture. I, I think he can do another story with these characters and it'll be fine. Yeah, I think he, I mean, he's not a one trick pony. He's, no. he's got some depth to him. No, I think he can write this. A friend of mine uh, said that Tom King needs a therapist, not another monthly comic. And I said, I, th- I think that's precisely why he needs another monthly comic. Uh, both, both, please. <laughs> I think he has a therapist. The way he talks about things, I think he has, I think he's a person who's been to therapy or at least knows the Mm -hmm. language of it. Mm -hmm. But this is, you know, one of those guys who's like, superheroes should be bright and fun all the time. Not all the time. Every now and then you deconstruct the motherfuckers. That's right. All right. So over to Black Adam. (laughs) I don't know this guy's name. Uh, Yame Colette Sarah. This is the guy who's directing Rock, The Rock in um, Disney's Jungle Cruise. I, I don't know what that is, but it's apparently right. a thing that The Rock is in, and this guy's directing it, and this guy is apparently also directing Black Adam. All right. That's what, uh, that's what good old, old uh, Dwayne Johnson Dwayne. is saying. Yeah. yeah. He says, we've worked together for the last two years making Jungle Cruise, and I've been very impressed with his passion, work ethic, style, vision, tone, and quality. So, um, Yeah. Yeah, we'll roll with it. There you go. That's the most news we've gotten on on um, Black Adam in some time, really. Yeah. A bunch of people, like I saw a bunch of people saying, like, I thought Black Adam was dead. I'm like, uh, no, that's never been the case. No. I've never heard that. Uh, what what tipped you off to it being dead? Was it the likeness of Dwayne Johnson as freaking Black Adam and Shazam? Or his <laughs> name in the credits as a producer? <laughs> no, that, that, that project has been live since... Oh, God, it's been like two years now. I mean, no, he's been attached for like something like 10 years or something. It's, it's been some, a minute. Some, 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 ugh, something crazy. But anyway, yeah, I'm I'm fine. Let's just do it. Uh, show me a thing. Yeah. Now, you know, in that Mark Hughes Forbes uh, article, he mm-hmm. said that Supergirl is tentatively expected to start production in the first quarter of 2020. <laughs> and that he su- suspects that we will hear casting information start to circulate in a few months. I didn't realize Supergirl was still a thing that was happening. That yeah, was a rumor that. that I heard a long time ago. And then that everyone was saying, like, just oh, saying. they're not going to make a Superman film because they're going to make a Supergirl. And then I didn't hear anything about it. Here's yeah. my question to you, though. And I've seen this floating around. If since Supergirl, the show, is about to reach 100 episodes, mm-hmm. if they make a Supergirl movie, you think the show goes away? Oh, yeah. Oh, for sure. I have never, I have never wanted a Supergirl movie more. <laughs> i mean it's not uh it's not like cw isn't um they they will clearly make a thing until they don't right. feel like making that thing i mean supernatural's on genuinely i think they're finishing after 18 seasons yeah that is incredible which you, you notice arrow <laughs> they were gonna keep going with that until Stephen amell was just like no yeah, i've got to get back to my family yeah no like if, if that had been jensen ackles Pulling double duty, playing 
playing Oliver Queen? Yeah, we, yeah, well, first of all, we had, probably had a crossover by now, but yeah, where he's playing both characters, right? And <laughs> it, like, yeah, they will keep going with one and a half million viewers a week. They will. That's all the ratings they need to keep something going. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. I mean, with the movies, I I think we're in a we're in an era where you can have it going simultaneously, and it's not going to be the, you know a big deal, right? I just haven't heard anything about Supergirl for a while. And what I have actually heard is people making moves on Superman. Mm-hmm. And not that they couldn't put out those, you know, two movies simultaneously and it'd be fine. But eh, I just haven't heard anything about that for a while. I Like, beginning production early 2020, I'm, I'm just bullshit. I'm just going to bullshit on that. All right. I, I, you know, I would be fine with it if it happened, I guess. All right. Well, again, let's see what you got. Yeah, I'm down. Just, no. I doubt it. I doubt it. And, you know, I don't want anybody to get the wrong idea. I mean, I don't like Supergirl is not my favorite show. I wouldn't mind seeing it go away. But, you know, I we I favor shorter runs for TV shows. Oh, yeah. I, me too. I really do. I understand. The British ruined me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm yeah. like, you know what? Why don't you end after like two seasons of six episodes each and a special and make me miss you? Do 12 hour and a half long episodes and call it a day. Mm hmm. I get it. I do. All right. You want to you wanna get over to TV? Yeah. Hit it up. Well, Swamp Thing is canceled. Yeah. Uh, we I hardly knew thee. We don't know why. James Wan doesn't know why. Yeah. Now, James Wan is, you know, he's got his name attached to several projects. He has recently he, made a mint. Yeah. He was not there on the day-to-day. Uh, I, I believe that falls on Lynn Wiseman. Mm-hmm. Um, there have been several reports that... Uh, Swamp Thing was supposed to get $40 million in, in tax breaks from North Carolina, but that that was a mix-up and it was drastically reduced. But, you know, now we know that's not the case. Um, they got, like, they were going to spend $20 million on the pilot and then $4.9 million back, and then they got a separate bit from the seat. There is, there is a whole bunch of crap going around. Who knows? North Carolina has adamantly disputed certain claims and... I, I think really is probably just there was a problem creatively. It's an expensive show, sure, but there is a problem creatively between the direction. It, for the direction, there was a problem between the higher-ups and the people who were actually making the thing. I think that's all it is. Yeah, that's what it sounded like for a while. Like, I mean, we're not going to pay for this. We don't like this. Yeah, the, like the actors weren't happy. Mm-hmm. We, we, we knew that. We knew the like season, uh, like the episode count had been shortened. It just, it just didn't seem like mommy and daddy were getting along again. Yeah. I mean, you know, who, I don't, I don't know. I don't know what's going on. I feel like if James Wan doesn't know, I have no chance of knowing. Oh yeah. No, we're, um, we're, we're going to be in the dark there. But like at this point, all we can hope for is that the, I think 10 episodes we're going to get mm-hmm. are it's something that feels like a, like a decent wrap up. Yeah. I hope for a decent wrap up. I will say I've seen the first episode and I did not care for it. I, pretty much have so far me and my wife have sat there and gone this dialogue is really not good you I know i have a dialogue problem i, I mean like uh, I, I like the first episode the only thing that didn't have me um baited was i I'm just i'm not a big fan of the horror series and doing a mm-hmm. horror television show like a true horror television show is like it, it's really hard to do because with horror you have to always be hiding something from from the viewer mm-hmm. and to try to do that over even 10 50 minute episodes that's that's a hard job mm. well you know that whatever that guy's name is you know the guy with the uh the guy that was standing up on stage 
giving his little speech to the town. Mm-hmm. Didn't like him. We were like, what is that accent he's doing? We know what he's trying to do. They're in like Louisiana, but that that was that's, that's some true blood shit, man. Yeah, I call this the true blood problem. Yeah. <laughs> Precisely um, the thing I yeah. thought of, yeah. So uh, there's some stilted acting going on. I don't know what all is happening. It, it just... I've, I'm only one episode in. I'll watch the rest of it. We'll do a proper review I mean, right I here the second on DC on screen. And, and, uh, I mean, I, like, I like it. I've enjoyed it. But I, I do get... The only problem I've had is, is, and it's not even the show's problem, is I don't care that much about that universe. And mm-hmm. I did like that the first episode made me care more about that universe. Okay. But, you know, second episode, same thing. But I think it's flavored it for me, knowing that the show had problems before I even watched the pilot. And then... What, like three days after the pilot comes out, it's, oh, we've canceled it. it. I don't think it's flavored it for me, but it's because I'm always all, I'm always willing and, and able to be outraged over the cancellation of something brilliant. Ah, uh, yeah. And given the rest of the DC universe, you were. Yeah, I was ready the, the to be. The bar's pretty high. Yeah, I was ready to be just floored. Like, what? How could they do this? I know, I could see it. <laughs> I yeah. see it. I mean, statistically, it has to happen. <laughs> It had to. Like, I'm glad we got it out of the way. Titans and New Patrol season one were, and I'm not misusing the word, phenomenal. Mm-hmm. They were, uh, I, would, I, I, was, I was flattened by those I fucking would have. I would have said that about Titans until I saw Doom Patrol. And then I was like, <laughs> you know what? That was less than phenomenal. <laughs> Apparently I'm sorry. they were holding back. I didn't know that. That was pretty great. But Doom Patrol, that yeah. was phenomenal. Yeah. <laughs> But yeah, I, I I'm not gonna lie, man. I, I'm I hate to say it this way, and I'm, I'm sorry for the crew me- members and everybody who enjoys the show. I really am. I'm so sorry. I'm kind of happy. I just I'm kind of okay with it. Not even yeah. happy, just relieved. Like there's been a weight lifted. <laughs> well, I, I I was excited about it until I heard about the behind the scenes stuff, and I thought, oh shit, mm-hmm. that's this could be like a like a like a family memory in a coma situation. Right. Now, look, I'm not excited because the show is canceled necessarily. I mean, I am. I'm a little relieved that there's less to watch. But well, it's not that. I would, like I would be happy about watching it if it well, like you said, if it like if it was some snippet of brilliance that we hadn't seen before. Mm-hmm. I mean, my primary my primary concern and this is what is making me happy right now. I was like, this is DC Universe. If they invest a certain amount of money, they are going to keep things going, even if they're not very good. Oh, that that was a worry. Okay. That yeah. was a worry for me. And I see that's not necessarily the case now. They are willing to just axe a thing and be like, mm, nope, this wasn't working. Sorry, guys. See, but like diagnostically, I don't know if they cut it because it wasn't working or they cut it prematurely and it didn't work as a result. Well, we don't know because they were, you know, they've already, whatever I think we're seeing is what they cut initially and what they intended. I don't think we'll get to that until episode 10. I don't, I really don't think we'll get to anything altered until episode 10. Well, the last few episodes, but yeah. Like, I think the pilot was probably darn close to what the creators intended. Yeah. I mean, we won't know. We maybe we'll eventually know. Maybe someone will 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 bring it up now. And you guys know, I I was excited about Swamp Thing more than well, damn anything. <laughs> yeah. But if they're not gonna do it well, or, or and there's gonna be all these problems, I mean, I don't want a weird hackneyed show. I just you know, what I saw, what I have seen did not feel anything like Alan Moore. It didn't feel like anything that I was really excited about seeing. And I will yeah. watch the rest, and hopefully it'll be good, and hopefully it'll have a good ending. 
and I'll be like, you know what? That was a fine foray into the swamp. I'm I'm happy that exists. Yeah. It's entirely possible that like Swamp Thing itself, it's some weird amalgamation that should mm-hmm. should probably have been put down. Mm-hmm. And you know, and maybe uh they haven't said it's never coming back definitively. Maybe if we if it's good and uh, we continue to watch it, because I've seen, I've already heard people, uh, my pastor today was talking about like, oh, it's already canceled. Uh, I'm like, no, if you like it, keep watching it. Maybe, oh yeah, you know, it'll come back in some form or we fashion. Rules are for them. I mean, they, we don't. They have all the reins in their hands. Like, if if there's enough of backlash, they maybe maybe they do. I don't know. They effectively effectively canceled this thing after one episode. Right. That didn't even have like the entire plus seven numbers. But like they. Uh, they canceled it before it before it, it's hard to even describe how quickly like they might as well have canceled it the week before it actually aired they canceled this thing so quickly it's clear that ratings were not the issue that's a good way to put it yeah 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 it was over it was over before it began yeah so i don't i don't know why or what that's about but the uh, final episode airs august 2nd i would still encourage you to uh Watch it, see what you think, and uh, let DC Universe know yeah, if you want well it. It will probably be the last episode. Mm-hmm. Or I betting, man. That's what I would bet. All right, so a lot of people have also said that they, like it's been reported that DC Universe is uh, flailing, that DC Universe is, uh, is, the future is not certain for DC Universe. Well, I would say obviously DC Universe doesn't have a certain future. All right. So it's still a business. But um, moderator Applejack... What's his name? Uh, oh, that's what I, that's all I wrote down. Moderator <laughs> Applejack on the Watchtower Forum wrote, Hi, friends. A million thanks for your patience. We understand this has not been an easy time for you as fans, and I will do my best to provide you with a satisfying answer. First, some updates. The full 10-episode season of Swamp Thing will continue to air on DC Universe with new episodes released weekly. There are no plans. There are no current plans for a season two. So no current plans. That, that does leave a little sliver for hope. Sure, if you want to, but don't. If you want to. He says, we appreciate their, their questions, or he or she, I don't know. We appreciate their questions as to why, but unfortunately, we are not in a position to answer at this time. <laughs> so Perfect. there's that. And now the good news. DC Universe continues to develop new shows, new seasons, new stories, more availability, and more platforms. We've got a lot of exciting plans for our other shows in the works and look forward to sharing more in the coming months. That's all the information I have to share at this time. Now that you have the goods, we'll be going back through the threads and removing the false rumors and speculations that this choice means DC Universe or any of our other original series were affected. (laughs) That's fantastic. (laughs) Yep. That's that just great. cracked me up. <laughs> I love Snapper Carr showing up in the uh, <laughs> somewhere in the DCU uh, footnotes. Mm-hmm. Mm. All right, so it looks like uh, onto the CW, and uh, it looks like CW is uh, not renewing their deal with Netflix. So apparently, there is a multi-deal, multi-year deal in place already. So they will continue to have the shows they already have like a week after the season finales. Eight days. Or eight days, sorry. Yeah. Uh, But with the new shows like Batwoman, Nancy Drew, Katie Keene, they are actually being shopped out possibly to other streaming services. Um, Now we know that Warner Brothers has got a streaming service coming very soon. And, uh, you know, importantly, 
CW is co-owned by Warner Brothers and CBS. And, you know, see, um, Nancy Drew is owned by CBS. Batwoman is owned Hmm. by Warner Brothers. And uh, Warner and CBS are making Katie Keene. So they're just looking at their options, man. That's what they're doing. I mean, for all we know, some of this could wind up on CBS All Access. Some of this could wind up, you know, I doubt it. I very much doubt it will be Hulu. It'll. I imagine yeah, it would either Fox be the Warner. No. Yeah. Well, I think Hulu is Fox and NBC, isn't it? All I remember is Fox. Oh, Disney owns a lot of Hulu now. Yeah, I believe because that. of the Fox deal. So we just stop saying Fox. It's just Disney. <laughs> That's true. Fox is no longer a player. <laughs> um, anyway. Uh, it's all the mouse now. Um, Martin Pedowitz is saying that Arrow is going to have an 11th episode, that's just a retrospective episode as part of his final season. That's weird, but okay. Isn't it? He says it's 10 episodes plus a retrospective to celebrate the eighth season. Yeah, that's a little weird, but okay. David Ramsey, guy that plays John Diggle, says no one wants to really, no one really wants to make Arrow without Emily Bett Rickards. <laughs> <laughs> he says we go back and Emily's not a part of it. That's a big thing, you know. No one really wants to do that show. Like, well, damn, dude, just say it. He's out. <laughs> he says, but Stephen and I both had conversations with the producers, telling us exactly what they want to do with the next season, and it really is exciting. I don't know how they're going to do it, but whatever you think could happen is probably something else. <laughs> so that's actually exciting to me. Like, yeah. you had all this like negativity up front where he's like, nobody wants to be a part of the show without Felicity. And you're like, well, damn, dude. And then he's like, but they told us some stuff that really made me excited and I want to do it. I'm like, okay. Well, yeah. Burying the lead, but all right. Um, but Joseph David Jones, the guy that plays Connor Hawk, according to Deadline, has been promoted to a series regular for the final season. Oh, so flash forwards are going to keep going? Oh, yeah. Looks like it. Looks like it. Now, this kind of cracked me up a little bit. During the upfronts, it was was revealed. There was key art revealed for Crisis on Infinite Earths. All right. We saw Supergirl. There was Batwoman. There was Legends of Tomorrow there included. Mm -hmm. And uh, Phil Klimmer has been talking to comicbook.com about how they're going to handle being a part of this thing. Um, he says they're trying to, they've already started to figure out how the show will retain its personality while still quote unquote playing nice with the other series on the network during crisis. Wow. (laughs) Isn't that funny? That's uh, yeah, that's weird. That's a weird phrasing. He says, we've got a trick up our sleeve. There is a way. (laughs) It's a very, very fine needle to thread. But I do feel like there's a way that we can coexist with the greatest crossover ever. Ever, And again, we're not forsaking the Arrowverse. We love it. But I think once we establish this habit of reinventing ourselves every season, you've stepped into the hamster wheel. Or not a hamster wheel. That sounds miserable. Onto a merry-go-round. <laughs> and that thing is spinning so friggin' fast right now. We'll be thrown to our death if we try to step off. So the only alternative is to keep going faster and faster. I think we're made confident by the fact that the things on our show that seem like the wildest conceits, musicals or puppets, kind of remind the audience of the core strength of the show, which is the characters and their relationships, in a weird way that the more outlandish the show is, the more real the legends feel. So nah, we're going to rein it in, but we'll find a new way to be weird next season. (laughs) Sounds like a guy who spends about $800 at Starbucks a month. (laughs) 
<laughs> like that guy said that and uh, like 20 minutes later passed out in the shower. <laughs> Possibly. Oh God. I feel bad for him. Now here, here's a fun little bit from the, uh, the season five synopsis they released. Most of it's just a recap of what happened in in, in season four. Sure. And he says, can they stop literal hell that Astra unleashes on the world in the finale? And what happens when the legends awaken the original guardians of time? No, not the time masters, sillies. That was season one. Who wish to erase everything the legends have screwed up for the better over the past four seasons. So I guess that's a, that's a little window into what they might be looking at doing for, or what they are looking at doing for season five. Oh yeah, that's what's happening. But, um, I like it though. Yeah, it sounds all right. Um, now, have you heard anything about the Crisis on Infinite Earths schedule? Nope. Okay, so, <laughs> good Lord. I, I'm going to try to get this <laughs> right. Yourself. Okay. I'm going to try to get this right, all right? All right. Mark Pedowitz, CW president, says that it will be broadcast over five nights Across two quarters. He said quarters. Okay. Mm-hmm. So, so deadline. Be a cliffhanger. Yeah. Deadline says that that indicates that three episodes will air in December with the remaining two airing uh, in January, and which makes sense because Legends of Tomorrow is not coming back until January. All right. You know, I'm good with it, though. That's fine. It's just, oh, boy, that's a lot to take in. That is a lot to take in. Um, I'll, 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 the only thing that'll annoy me is if, and by two quarters, he clearly means last three months of, you know, 2019 and first three months of 2020, you know, it it could be one or four, however you want to break it up. It's five Mm -hmm. episodes over the, over that span. The only thing that'll annoy me is if it's like, we're getting into the regular episodes airing again Mm -hmm. and I still haven't seen the wrap up on that. I'll tell you this. I think it means Arrow is gone before the, the the break. I think they end right before the break. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe. Well, they're going to like at least one of those uh, crossover episodes is going to be an Arrow episode. Mm-hmm. So it may be it literally may be the last episode in that crossover. It might be. Maybe I they'll think that in memoriam hold it off. probably means they're going to do all of this and then come back and do it in memoriam in like first quarter. Mm, maybe. Hmm. That would be my bet. All right. Well. uh... One final piece of news here. Lucifer has been renewed for a fifth and final season. No Best word news. on how... Really? Best possible news I could have received about Lucifer. The fifth part or the final part? Both. Oh, okay. I know you, you were enjoying season four more than you have enjoyed collectively the entire rest of the series. That, yeah, no, that's exactly it. I collect... like Season four was better than the last three seasons combined. That, like they did more to to expand and have fun with the celestial story in the last season than they they have in s- literally years. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, I mean, I need to get to that soon. I I haven't. I think I I'm enjoyed. Like, I it. It was one of those where, like, deep I, I kind of watched the first episode of of the the fourth season and thought, okay, let's just see where this is going. Mm-hmm. Kind of enjoyed myself, like the same way I enjoyed the first episode, where it was it was actually a really good pilot. Mm-hmm. Like the pilot for this series was fantastic. <laughs> it went off the rails after that, but it, it's not even that it went off the rails. It just didn't do anything. It didn't do enough. It didn't accomplish mm-hmm. anything. And then uh, a few episodes into the last season or this last season, I'm sitting there thinking like, oh, they're, they're actually doing stuff mm-hmm. um, to the point that I watched the last episode and went to click the next episode and thought, oh shit, that oh, that was it. Fuck. Like I was actively disappointed. Mm. Well, hey, that's good news, I guess. There's specifically one thing that happens that um, 
was very gratifying. All right. Well, I will watch it soon. I'll probably just go ahead and start binging that uh, relatively soon. So we can do a review of it. And uh, for the three people who care about Lucifer on our oh, yeah. who listen yeah. to our show. It's like the last of our review chores for this season. Mm-hmm. Well, there will be Krypton coming up. I mean, I, you know, it's all year now. It really is all year now. There's no... The word season is defunct. Yeah, that's that's why it's the over. premieres just need to... Especially with these shows that are just streaming and it's like, oh, in 10 weeks we'll be done. Like, yeah, why we, we, let's not do a premiere we'll just, review. We'll just, just wrap it up after. Just, yeah. just, do, just do a season review. Be done we'll, with see it. A, we'll see you in eight weeks on Swamp Thing. Okay. <laughs> Which I am still excited about. I still want to... I hope, hope Swamp Thing's great. I hope Lucifer's great. I, I always hope everything's great. I don't always expect it to be, but... Yeah, yeah you always hope, though. I always hope. I'll look up my little Superman here. Mm-hmm. What would you do, you bright bastard? One of the 45 you can see from your office. That's right. What of it? <laughs> I, I can could probably point out like 17 in just the corner of my office. I get it. Mm-hmm. It's just I a growing. It. It's yeah. just a growing, y'all. All right. So that's going to be our show, I think, for the night or day, or whatever you happen to be listening to mm-hmm. our show. Mm-hmm. Thank you, by the way, for listening to the show. Uh, like I said before, if you want to become a patron, throw us that sweet, sweet cashola. <laughs> you can get access to uh, our little secret feed. Secret feed. Secret. Secret feed. And um, find out what we think about the Marvel movies, or think about find out what Jason thinks about several comic books in Jason's pool list. Or what kind of squirrels we chase. We have a little series called Chasing Squirrels. We just kind of cut out long segments of us rattling sometimes in these shows. And um, I just posted a new one. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And uh, we'll have more stuff floating out there. We got warm-ups sometimes. I mean, I'm pretty happy with what we've got on the Patreon feed and look forward to adding more to it. Indeed. You, you, you better be better be throwing us that money. So you can hear our fantastic thoughts on all the things. <laughs> of course. Uh, my born salesman. <laughs> Most impotent threat I've ever heard. <laughs> but seriously, thank you guys for all the support. Uh, and um, until next time, keep some DC on your screen. Our opening narration was from Dan Jurgens' The History of the DC Universe, Part 3 of 10, as featured in DC 52, Week 4. It was performed by me, David C. Robertson. Intro music by Jason Goss and Michael Shackelford. Michael's band, Future Elevators, could be found on Spotify or future-elevators.com. Our introduction was performed by Effie Ophelders of the fantastic podcast Stealing the Remote, which lives on SoundCloud. It can also be found on iTunes and Stitcher. We are proudly in partnership with TV Time, TV show calendar and social media site that lets you keep track of what you're watching, what your friends are watching, and where you all left off. DC On Screen is a maladjusted production. Visit maladjusted.tv for more from me and Jason, including sketch comedy, an improvised web series, vlogs, parodies, and more. Are you maladjusted? Me, 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 but also you. <laughs> the Pharaoh fast forwards his favorite foreign film, Powder Donut. <clears throat> Okay, what's my line? Uh, the only line I see here on the script is get options based on your budget with the name and price tool from Progressive. Oh man, that's a tongue twister, huh? I'm sorry, I'm gonna need a few more minutes. <clears throat> bulbous Walrus, the Bulbous Walrus. The name your price tool, only from Progressive. The owl ran afoul of the comatose Coxswain. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and affiliates price and coverage match limited by state law. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. Oh, that's a cheer we used to do in softball. Uh, what? 
It's uh, actually Geico. Whenever someone hit a triple, we would wave our bats and yell, 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. But we never got to use it because we would only hit home runs. Annoying. The phrase is from Geico because they help save people money. Geico? Yeah, they were our team sponsor. Geico. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. Oh, that's a cheer we used to do in softball. Uh, what? It's, uh, actually Geico. Whenever someone hit a triple, we would wave our bats and yell, 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. But we never got to use it because we would only hit home runs. Annoying. The phrase is from Geico because they help save people money. Geico? Yeah, they were our team sponsor. Geico. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. Oh, that's a cheer we used to do in softball. Uh, what? It's, uh, actually Geico. Whenever someone hit a triple, we would wave our bats and yell, 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. But we never got to use it because we would only hit home runs. Annoying. The phrase is from Geico because they help save people money. Geico? Yeah, they were our team sponsor. Geico. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more.